Race fans, it's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Driver, start your engine! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, episode 52, happening right now. Crew Chief Mark Meyerhoff, as always, and on the other side of the microphone, you got Mike on the mic, driver of the 87, second place finisher last Saturday night, a bridesmaid once again, the dress does fit, it's Mike Mueller. I said yes to the dress. I said yes to the dress, so what's up, Mark? Not a whole lot, man. Hell of a weekend. Three nights of racing. We did it all. It was a lot of windshield time. I'm exhausted. So am I. I just, man, I tell you what, when you get home, let's see, what was it? Thursday was midnight. Yep. No. Yes. Midnight 30. Something like that. Yep. Friday, 2 a.m., I think I was midnight 30 again. Yeah, thank God you actually, you and me bullshitted on the phone for a little bit or else yep. I'd have never made it. And then Saturday. <laughs> yeah, stopped I'll, at the uh, COVID Creek afterwards and got home a little later than normal. Yeah, I think I took a snap saying that I was going to sleep at about 3.40. Yeah, same here. Yikes. It was fun, though. What are we doing? I don't know. Big three-day weekend and uh, we threw it down on the last night. I guess so. I so, guess so, man. Yeah. No, it was rowdy. It was fun. It was a good time. A lot of racing went down across all of the Renegade racing brand. The Northern Renegades were in action. The Western Renegades were in action. The UMSS was in action. We will get up to all that once we hit go ahead. Blech. Here we go again. Can't talk, Mike. Easy for you to say. <laughs> do it. We'll get to all that when we hit RTS Victory Lane. We got a couple guys going to be on the show as well. One in studio with us. He's hanging out over here drinking a blue moon in staging, waiting to get on the track here at RTS. We're going to keep him in the we're going to keep him in staging for a little bit cuz we got a few things that we need to go over. Yeah, we do. And then we also have somebody calling in during our victory lane session as well. That sounds good. Fender driver. Whoa. What are we doing? Making it rain. This was a sprint car show. Used to be. Not anymore. Nope. I mean, Cody Emmons was the only. Super duper. What do you call him? Sweet sauce. <laughs> Got rid of the kid Cody going to sweet sauce. Yep. Uh, yeah, he was. he's technically only been the only fender driver that we've had on this show up until today. Yeah. A whole new world is beginning. It's going to happen. Uh, we also got some uh, some news that we need to touch on later in the show. A little bit of breaking news, big news that might be going on. We're not going to give away all the details, but we're just going to tease a little bit. We'll give you a little teaser right now. Yeah, that sounds good. Something big coming down. Starting, Next weekend. Yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. Can't wait till when we actually do it. Yeah. And then also incorporate the people that all the people that are involved with it. It's going to be a home run. Oh, yeah. Out of the park. I'm talking like. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, that's like 550-foot bomb. Yeah, I'll go with that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I think you're talking about hitting a home run. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So it's going to be good. There you go. You figured it out. I remember those three. You figured it out. As everybody knows, 
my co-host of the show, he uh, he races a sprint car as well. I try to. And you did a little racing over the course of the last three days. Yeah, it was a busy weekend. So I think it's time that we head on over and get this week's Slugger update. Yeah, down at Casson uh, Thursday for the Dodge County Fair. It's a pretty good time down there with the uh, Mars Series JP3's deal. Finished second in the heat race and was supposed to start on the pole. Ended up breaking a lifter, so I had to scratch. Didn't get to run the feature. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So, no big deal. Ended up driving home. Got the lifter fixed. Got the motor all taken care of. Went back down to Lansing on Friday for the other Mars race. Started seventh in the feature. Ran sixth. Track was pretty fast. Kind of one lane-ish. So, it was, it was good. You know, motor ran. Got all the, you know, the bugs worked out. Heading back to Cedar Lake on Saturday. I think it's just the curse of me and my 87 car because Mark drew for me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Still started in the back of the heat race. Whoa, come on now. So definitely not just me. It's uh, it's the 87 car. So but well, no, I started in the back of the heat and drove it up to fourth. Missed the redraw by one, started seventh in the feature and drove her up to second. It was uh, another bridesmaid's finish. And, I mean, can't complain, but it was good. Congratulations. Oh, man. Another podium. Yeah, I mean, if like I said, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, you know, four seconds at Cedar Lake, I mean, I'll, I'll take it all day, but it's it's this, it's this getting disappointing. So if we're blaming this on the whole draw thing, I think you're saying some curse. Well, I don't know what it is. Usually, I, like, I've been the guy that's always on the front row. So, okay, do we try Lady Luck the next time? We got to try anything. We'll, we'll send Homegirl. That works. Taylor Jillian Photography up there to do the draw. Tease was a homie? Yeah. Yeah, that works. Send her up there to do the pill draw for you. Something. Here's the thing, though. I'm the only person that's allowed to get mad at her. So whatever she does, you can't be mad about it. I won't be mad. It can't be any worse. Well, you drew an 85 two nights in a row. That takes skill. (laughs) That's talent. (laughs) (laughs) That's some serious talent. They say sometimes guys run out of talent. (laughs) Not even close. I don't even think I've finished first or second in a heat race this year. Really? Yeah. It's not been good. Well, I mean, if you think about it, when we've always, like, since we started the conception of this show, which I think we got to be 11 episodes into you and me doing this together. I think so. A little yeah. past that, maybe. Every time that we've talked about you racing, you've been like, oh, I started ninth, drove it up to second. I started eighth, started, drove it up to second. Oh, I started seventh, drove it up to third. That's what it's been, too. Jeez. And just slower on the bottom. Just oh. passing points. Well, I mean, the one night you finished second, it was a slider fest between you and Cam. Yep, that was a good one. The night you won, that was a bottom feeder. Yep. So, I mean, it's not like it's just always on the bottom. I mean, you, you're running everywhere. No, oh, been all over the place this year. Car's been handling good. I mean, car's really good. Driver's got to step up his game a little bit. And How much more can you step up your own game? I don't know. I mean, I think you're there. It's there. Just need a little luck, too. Yeah, it's just, it's the draw. Did you make the redraw? What do you draw when you get in the redraw, you know? I mean, because you started outside the redraw this week. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, the last couple of races, the cautions haven't fell my way either. But, I mean, that's just racing. So it works sometimes. Like I said, if you told me this in the garage, you know, four seconds at Cedar and a win in the last five races... You sign that check all day. I'll take it. No, it was good. Right on, man. Well, next week, Cedar Lake again. Yep. Before we have like a month off. I'm looking forward to that. 
We're going to be a lot going down. USA Nationals. Knoxville Nationals. Yep. Yeah. And a little week in between there. I think then there's that week gap between Nationals and when we go back racing. Yep. Actually, maybe there's not. I think we go back on the 21st. Yeah, we go back the weekend after Knoxville. Just called down there and got all the campsites, so it's going to be fun. I don't think we're going to be tagging along for that trip. Really? I don't think so. Something else going on? A little something of importance that yeah. weekend that I think that I should probably attend to. Yeah, I suppose. Yep. I don't think, uh, you know, I know Ryan's over here listening to us right now and everything, but uh, when it's your wife's dirty 30, I, she... Uh, had to be born on the Knoxville Nationals weekend. You know, I talked to her mom about this a while back, and she just... Uh, How'd that go? Didn't go out so well. Damn. <laughs> and we've got mic issues again. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah. It's great. It's definitely it. the mic, not me mic. No, no, it's not you. Me mic good. Mark mic bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we'll... Uh, I think we're going to spend the 30th birthday... Not in Knoxville. <laughs> no, I'll be good. She'll probably divorce me. I don't know. Well, we talked about it. We so. did. We have. Next weekend, Cedar Lake, catch the 87 back there, rolling the bottom as, as usual. Yep, we'll be there. Sounds good. What are your expectations for next week? Top five? Top uh, two? Win? Gold series, so. That's I mean, right. A little extra bonus bucks on the line, courtesy yeah. uh, GT Transportation. So, I don't know. Be cool to win, you know. Everybody can use that extra bonus bucks and put some tires on your race car and whatnot, so. Rumor has it there might be some RTS Fast 50 awards next week. Perfect. So you never know. That works. Because we haven't we haven't done one for the month of July yet. And then we'll save them all for traditional challenge coming up late in August. Yeah, showtime. That'll be fun. Heck no, yeah. looking forward to it. I think it'll be uh it'll be fun. Slugger update for this week. She got one. Bye. See ya. King's Royal at Eldora. Man, did it rain down there. If you were a crew. Oh, you can pop that day all day long. There you go. I usually have a sounder for that, but I took it off because we don't use it during our racing episodes. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you've heard it before on previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. So feel free to, whenever you need to, Ryan, just pop that. I only brought two. <laughs> as you can see, as who Ryan, who nobody knows which Ryan. What, 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 who Ryan? Right. It's all we said. It's just Ryan. Nobody knows which one. Kings Royal Eldora. What a weekend! Started Wednesday. And got prolonged to Sunday. Got the Jokers wild in. Did got nothing in. No, oh, they got uh, they got qualifying qual- on a heat race in Friday Th- night. Oh, they started on when? No, they started on Thursday. Thursday. Wow, I can't even keep track of what day it is. Wednesday, Macedo won. Yeah, one of my sleeper picks. Yep. No, he, no, shoot, he was my sweet pick. Yeah. Well, okay. If you want to get technical, he swept the non. Big pain nights. Like we talked about. So there you go. That sucks. Sweet. But uh, I still get our picks from last week. And I don't think we did very good. No. So if we go back, Mike Sleeper was based in, who had a good run. He did good. He got a fourth and a seventh, I think. Some along those lines. In the two big shows. So not a bad pick. Good no. sleeper pick. I mean, I, we were kind of doing sleeper picks for wins. But I mean, if you want to talk about sleeper pick overall... It's a good pick. Yeah. It's a good pick. I'd take that. Your Thursday night pick, Brent Marks. He did not do very good at all. He wrecked some stuff. Yep. He done wadded it up. Yeah. G-Junk. 
And then, uh, you know, everybody, I think, probably thought the heavy favorite going into the weekend would have been Brad Sweet, the big cat. He was in contention, but I wouldn't say that that was the Brad Sweet we all thought we were going to see. No, he was winning the the first one on Saturday afternoon. They ended up running and got that flat tire under yellow. A lot of flat tires this week. Yeah, so, I mean, he definitely had a chance to win it. I think, you know, he probably could have taken it because after he pulled off, the track did take rubber and... Tyler Courtney held on for the win, but I mean, Sweet was there. He was fast. Just, I mean, the way that it played out with being a day race and then, you know, running the Saturday night during the day kind of and qualifying, but Sweet, I mean, he was there. He, I mean, yeah, he was not like he wasn't there, but it's just, I wasn't don't know. The, the Brad Sweet you were expecting. Domination. Right. You know, maybe he wasn't starting. Maybe he was starting like second row, third row. It took him a few laps to get up there, but all of a sudden, you know, he gets those. Big runs coming out of corners. Next thing you know, he throws a massive slide job, and then it's Brad Sweet the rest of the way. He maybe does have to deal with a little lap traffic, but he gets through it. One of the better drivers that drives through lap traffic. Yeah, he struggled with that uh, the wheel of death that they spun for the uh, inversions. So I think they inverted four each night in the heat races, so he just just couldn't get to the front. Uh, My picks. My sleeper pick was Justin Peck. Started on the pole. Yeah, his backup beeper was pegged. Oh, my God. Yeah, Could you imagine him being first ever Kings Royal, starting on the pin? Yep. Oh, I mean, you can just clear track ahead of you, and you can just be like, if I can make it 40 laps, I'm winning 175K. <laughs> he had to just be shaking. And let's even, okay, let's go back to this, too, really quick. So last week when we talked about Kings Royal, it was 175 to win, and we were under the assumption it was 50K to win, or for a second. Yeah, and it was only 20. 20? Yeah. $155,000 difference. Yeah, I don't know why Gravel didn't throw some dirty, nasty slider on Courtney, because I would have. Oh, my God. It was slider die. Before we even get to this, that, to that story, so Justin Peck was my sleeper, star on the pole, backup peeper, just he needed double A's, triple A's, 18 volt, whatever, to Everything. charge that son of a bitch up Not and go good. backwards. Um, I went along with you on kind of the... Uh, the unexpected win potentially for Thursday night. And I went with James McFadden. Not a good weekend. He was terrible. Not a good weekend whatsoever. Uh, Donnie shots was my Saturday night pick top five car all weekend. Just not there. Totally. No, no, they totally missed everything. Setups, all of it. He was not the best, not the Don Don that you're used to as well. And then on top of that, we made some sweet picks. Uh, yours was Logan Shuhart, And he struggled so bad. Terrible. I mean, we're talking tire problems, right side wing board problems. Yeah, all the graphics peeled off and vinyl ripping off. (laughs) I mean, what is going on? It was crazy. Shark racing did not produce in either car. I mean, Allen ended up, I think, top 10 in one of the Kings Royals. That was his best performance of the week. Shuhart, man, if it wasn't for bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. Uh, Carson Macedo was the threat all weekend. Yeah, Masita was the, I mean, what did he get, two firsts, a third and a sixth? I mean, he was yeah. definitely the most consistent car. He just picked the wrong two races to win. Yeah, no kidding. You end up, I mean, it's still, I mean, whatever he took home in the Kings Royal races, but, I mean, the two 12 grand races, there's 24 right there. But the two races that you, you still want to win them, but you want to win the other two. Right. When are we ever potentially, maybe never, going to have two Kings Royals in one day? For 175 grand to win each. And it'll never happen again. No. No. Never will. I mean, unless we go through another crazy pandemic, which God forbid we do, never going to happen again. No. 
No, but I think Eldora Stevie did a hell of a job with, you know, the circumstances with the rain and the way it played out. And I mean, it sucks it took rubber, but, I mean, it was still a race. People were still blowing tires. I mean, you had to conserve your tire. And Courtney did everything. He held on and picked up a King's Royal. I mean, pretty cool to have an all-star guy win it, you know. And that guy's turned so many laps at Eldora. It's got a lot. So many. And I was actually, so when I was talking to uh, Johnny Lewer driving 69S, my, my guy, he said that he was listening back to our last episode, and he was screaming into his headphones, going, why are you guys not talking about sunshine? Yeah, I mean... Oops. Yeah. My bad. I mean, we brought him up. Yeah. Normally, when the big races come along, it's when the big names show up. Yep. I mean, and I'm not saying Tyler Courtney's not a big name, but his background before he got into that wing car, first year in a, in a wing. Yeah, I mean, time. he's got limited starts in a wing, but I mean, he was... Not, I mean, he was big odds to win, but... Yeah, I mean, if you're in Vegas and you put some money down on Tyler Courtney to win a King's Raw, you probably made out like a bandit. Yeah. I don't think Vegas does dirt racing. No, they dogs. should. They should, though. I'd probably live out there. Right. <laughs> we probably would never leave the MGM. Oh, no. <laughs> be my villa. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, you're talking about having, like, coupons sent to you from running aces. You'd be getting them from every casino in Vegas. Oh, man. Dreams. Streams one day when yeah. it all takes off and I, you got the RTS card and I got the idea just yeah. swipe perfect done. So yeah, it's Ty, uh, Sunshine Tyler Courtney picking up the thirty eighth Kings Royal that was ran Saturday afternoon. Young Money Saturday night. We're going back in time to race last year's Kings Royal. Kyle Larson King thirty seven. Yeah, right. Larson was quick. One hundred and seventy five grand richer. He needs it. Dude, jet fuel's expensive, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was probably Mr. Hendrick's jet. Right. So I'm no. pretty sure Mr. H was flipping the bill on that one. Oh, yeah. I probably paid for the addition on the house that he sold. Probably went and got it back once he signed a contract. Now that it's a 175, it's might, uh, it, yeah, he's probably putting, I don't know what he's going to do with it. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure that gets divvied up, too, Yeah. you know. No, he was quick. I mean, he, he flipped it in the B-Main earlier in the night, and they had the car tore apart and got her back together. And, I mean, they said that, you know, the torsion rack was still bent, and he went out there and he whooped them. And to answer the question that we asked last week, would Mr. H allow him to run it all? He mm. was there. He was there. I mean, he didn't race Sunday, obviously, but if everything would have went according to plan with no weather issues, he would. Would have been there for the entire thing. Would have raced the Saturday night portion if it was not a double header. Yep. I actually, if you think about it, he probably would not have been a good pool pick, except for the one. No, the he one was the worst pool, worst one in the group. Yeah. Him, Gravel, and Sweep. But. And there we go. You brought it back up. We didn't even talk about Gravel getting DQ'd. Four pounds light. Four pounds. Finished second to Courtney, and four pounds light. Lost 20 grand. Not quick. Danny Dietrich getting that 20 grand. Yeah. So you had, so that day, Tyler Courtney... Danny, Danny Diedrich. Darren Pittman in the Swindell car. What? Top, like, what? Nobody was picking them. And then Bill Baylog in fourth. What? Yeah. Was that an all-star show? Right. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's crazy. I mean, I, I was watching it on my phone while we were sitting at the track waiting for everybody to show up. I'm just sitting there in my truck. I was talking to Roach's brother, Duff, in the truck next to me. Right. What was going on? And I actually turned it off after Cordy had won. And then I didn't even know about gravel getting DQ'd until I think maybe you've brought it up to yep. me. And this was a couple hours later. Right. Because I just shut it off and was like, all right, I got I got other things I got to worry about. 
All like basically an all stars top four. Who's fifth? Cue the Jeopardy remember. music. I do not remember. I don't remember either. Definitely not a pool car. No. No. <laughs> no. No. But yeah, no. Uh, well, talk about pools. $240 richer. Yep. Finished 13th in the King's Royal Pool. Collected $240. So. You son of a bitch. Yeah, it was good. Good week for me. You suck. You jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up 200 last week in the Knoxville pool, so two for two on pool finishes this week. Kiss my ass. It feels good. You know what I mean? Kiss my ass. How'd you do, Mark? I'm not finishing the top 50. Where'd you end up? I don't even know. What about our combined pool? Where'd that one end up? Way in the back. Yeah, that didn't work out very well. You got a free t-shirt out of it. That works. <laughs> I technically paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was cool. No, good weekend. Good racing out at Eldora. Uh, pretty sure the World Outlaws go to Lernerville Tuesday night. Yeah, Don Martin Memorial Cup Tuesday, and then they're at Williams Grove Friday, Saturday. I bet there's a pool for that. Summer Nationals. Kiss my ass. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Williams not. Grove, man, that's tough. They got so many good locals there, so many fast cars, and it's tough to pick them pools because just well, the Apparently locals. not. It's not tough to pick these pools. Mr. Wow. I've won $500 in the last two weeks. Hey, 440 it's close enough. <laughs> I rounded up. I mean, it sounds right. better for the podcast. Right. No, it's been good. It'll be exciting. World Outlaws, greatest show on dirt. A lot of racing coming up. Tune in to that old DV. Yep. Too much. Not too much else going on. USAC off. All Stars off. IRA off. Yeah. Uh, USMTS was at Ogilvy for the Mod Wars. Woohoo! Jake O'Neill picked up the win. That was his third in a row. Yeah. And I believe he took the points lead over. He's been really quick lately. And then Saturday, local guy down in the Winona area, Alex Williamson, picked up the ten grand win. Heck yeah. Kid's quick. He can run the top like nobody else. He picked up double wins earlier at the opener at Cedar Lake. And I believe he picked up a win right after that back at Deer Creek. And he's been he's been really quick lately. It's awesome. There's nothing better than like when you get these big shows and you get a local guy. Yeah. Just super cool. That wins it. I mean, there's nothing better. No, that was super cool. I mean, it was local cars up front and, you know, majority of the races. So They run that track. Yeah, it's a different track, and the guys that run there are good. And so that was super cool. And then World of Outlaws were up here for the the spring or the uh, that, late models. That, 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 right. that, huh? Easy for you to say. We're up here, you know, most of the most of this weekend. So Wasn't it like six nights or yeah. something like that? Yep, they're at Superior on Tuesday. Yep. Shepard took home the win. Yep, and local guy, Jossie, finishing fifth. Yeah, James Jossie was fifth. Yeah. So, super bad, cool. Not bad. Friday, Fergus Falls, Frank Hackenes Jr. won. Old 994. Yep, he was quick. Friday, River Cities, Dennis Herb Jr. won. Oh, that's right. Saturday on 94, Frank Hackenes, and then Sunday back at Menominee, and B. Shep took home another win. So, yep. a lot of local guys making the shows, and super cool. No, nothing like having uh, the World Outlaw sprint cars in town, and then a week or two later, then the World Outlaw late model guys show up and run around our neck of the woods for a week. Yeah, a lot of action up here with some big series. Yeah. So, no, that was good. Midwest Power Series was down at Jackson and uh, Knoxville this weekend. Matt Jewell picked up the win at Jackson. Eric Lutz had the win, but got DQ'd. Oops, a lot of DQs. Yeah, legal motor. Oh, no. Yep, so Matt Jewell picked up the win, so that was a $3,000 bonus if he could have picked up the win Saturday at Knoxville. Right on. Ran second. So Justin Henderson picked up the win there in the 360s and the 410s. Then he also went to Houston's, picked up another win. Henderson's been hot lately. Really quick, 360, 410. It's going to be a threat at the Nationals. 
But yeah, a lot of a lot of racing around here locally last week. Big time upset in the old NASCAR world. Yeah. Sitting twenty seventh in points. Only way you're making the playoffs is if you win a race. And what does this guy do? Goes out and wins a lobster. Yep. Eric Almarola. Killed him. What? Unbelievable. That car was juiced up. That yeah. He's been so bad. I picked him in some of my DK lineups just because he's starting in the back every week and he's low on price and it fails every time and he, he definitely delivered on Sunday. He, he likes quick. he likes the he likes the short flat tracks. So you're looking at a Phoenix, you're looking at a Richmond, New Hampshire, loves it. Yeah, Freaking loves it. Pretty surprising. Well now, I mean, I'm sure he moved up in the point standings. But you gotta stay inside that top thirty if you have a win to make the playoffs. So now you just can't have this one shot. He goes, Oh, we're going playoff racing. It ain't over yet for him. No. He's got to stay consistent and make sure he stays in that top 30. Because, I mean, when he won this race and before yesterday started, he was 27th. Right. 27th. You got to keep it up, man. So, I mean, yeah, your ticket's punched, but you got to keep working for the next month. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. I mean, the the storyline for me that's crazy, it's like Austin Dillon goes into that race 95 points above the cut line. Oh, that messed everything like, up. Like, in the bag, we're in the playoffs, just be smart, and now he's five points out. Everybody, NASCAR is dead. NASCAR is dead. Well, Okay, maybe to an extent. A lot of people, I won't watch because of stage racing. Whatever. I'm going to keep watching it because that's what I grew up watching. Right. When you, with the point system that's in place, and you have a guy, wait, I don't, no knocking on Eric Almirola. He's a good driver. Very good driver. I mean, he's got a couple plate wins. This is his first non-plate win. Um, he's been a consistent driver in the past. Even last year when Stuart Haas was kicking everybody's ass. He's sitting 20. He's having a terrible year and just goes to a track that he's got great track history at. And wins. That just throws a huge monkey wrench into it. Now you've got two RCR cars, one looking in, one on the bubble. Yep. Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin haven't won a race yet this year. I mean, Hamlin's got a pretty good cushion. I think it's 285 right now, but still, we're going to some tracks. You still got Daytona. You got Watkins Glen. Road courses. Daytona's a toss-up. Anything can happen. Those two don't win, and you get three more first-time drivers, they're out. Yeah. This is how nutty it's going to be. I know a lot of people don't like watching NASCAR and whatnot, but it's going to get interesting. It is. I like the stage race, and I think it's the best thing they did. It makes it more exciting. There's more money on the line, more initiative to race, so you're not riding around. Yeah, But No, absolutely. I like it. It's a blast. No, I like it. It's good. It's good. It's going to be good with Kurt Busch picking up the win last week, now Eric Armarola. Who could it be at the Glen come Sunday? And that's what they're talking about. Chastain's been good on the road Chastain's courses. Chastain's been good. You know DB and Dedo's got a fire lit under his ass now. Yeah. Yep. Now he's out of a ride, and he's been consistent on the road courses this year. Yeah, Harrison Burton going to that car, and he runs Toyota with Gibbs. I was surprised by that move. It's Okay, it's, that's not the Wood Brothers making that call. That's Penske yep. making that call. Because now they have him in a Ford if Logano loses a step or if Blaney doesn't step it up. They're gone. Yep. He's next. That's it. That's done. Yep. No, it's going to be good. Watkins Glen, Sunday, road coursing it once again. Do we get another upset? I hope so. Does Chase Elliott go back to victory lane? Martin Truex Jr.? Yeah, could be any of them. They're all quick there. It's a fun track. Be good. I'll be tuned in. That's going to do it. Yeah, that was good. RTSB Main presented by the Racing News. I'm done. The Racing Insiders. Thanks, Mike. I do, I do what I can over here. Man, we are f- dropping the ball. Yep. 
The RTSB main presented by the Racing Insiders. Your one-stop pit stop for everything NASCAR. Shall we head on over to the A main? Let's do it. Get this guy on the microphone. Hell yeah. He kind of had a wild weekend. Yeah. A very wild weekend. Yep. Not necessarily the reason why we want to have somebody in studio, but this guy's definitely got a lot of stories to share. He's definitely got uh, some unique racing background uh, that I did not know about until just this year. Mm-hmm. When I got to know him a little bit better and saw us, because I, I figured it was just, hey, sprint cars. All of a sudden, I was like, whoa, what you racing over there, buddy? Right. <laughs> so, in studio with us on the other side of the break, driver of the number 57 sprint car, because guess what? He just does not run just non-wing. He does not just run wing. He does them both. It's Ryan Buck joining us here in studio on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. RTSB main, the suitcase race is out of here. It's time to... She gone. Time to head to the A-Man. Let's do it. Feature time. Let's go. He's in studio with us. Driver is 57. Like I said, sprint car. Does wing. Does non-wing. Like we said a little bit ago. Had a wild weekend. Yeah, he had, you know, did good run. Bad run. He had some ups and downs. Yeah. It's yeah. been a, it's been a crazy year for Ryan. Oh, yeah. It's been a crazy year. Yep. But it's still been a good year. Yeah. And I want to hear his perspective on it. You yeah, we I mean? should. Yeah. So we were fortunate enough to have Ryan here in studio. He's here. He's waiting for me to unmute him. I'm waiting for the tunes to play out because we got to give our buddy a Luca shout. Yeah. This is your guy. Sounds good. Waiting for him to give us some more music. Killing it. Waiting. It's some good tunes. Yeah, it is. Now you got the nice fade out. Yep. He writes it all, produces it, everything. It's nuts. He's very good. It's nuts. It's that time. Our A feature of the night. Driver 57. UMSS. Wing and non-wing sprint car. It's Ryan Buck. Joining us in studio, it's Ryan Buck. Ryan, thanks for coming up, man. First of all, like I said, thanks for coming up. And how the hell are you doing after Saturday night? Surprisingly very well. That's very good. Very good. I I know I messaged you yesterday. I know I talked to you Saturday night. After uh, what happened on Saturday, I am glad to see you in one piece. Mm-hmm. And that you are not uh, a little more beat up than uh, I think a lot of people might have expected if they're not used to seeing a sprint car wreck like that. Uh, I'm just glad that you're here, man. Glad you're here. Glad you're okay. Safety gear does what it does. It does, definitely. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know, uh, Ryan involved in a big-time wreck. 
Big one. Saturday night at Cedar Lake. You know, we are definitely we're the podcast of uh positivity here. And uh <laughs> you like that? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been, you know, known to be a negative Nancy, but just we're a the podcast times. of positivity. You yeah. brought in the wrong guest. Oh, no, 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 no. See, we're we're at the track Saturday night. And I, you know, I'm, I was, you know, I made a whole bunch of stuff going on and I see Ryan running around, but everybody's talking to him and he's doing his thing. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll catch up with him before he leaves. Well, I finally got a chance to swing over to you and you jokingly go, how many more of these things do I got to wreck before I get on a podcast? Yeah. I, I didn't want to be on because of sympathy. No, no. And it's, it's definitely not that, but me jokingly, I said, I think you met your quota. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> I can't afford to go any further if that's what it takes to get on. No, no. I mean, it definitely. And here's the thing: like we we always want to hear, we always want to hear from the winners and what they have to say, right? Just because it. But when you can't, we can't have Cam on every goddamn week. No, you know, Cam, we love you. Agreed. I'm just kidding. Enough said. (laughs) No, but now with uh, RTS being the exclusive podcast of the Renegade Racing brand, you know, we want to get everybody's story out there. Right. And we want to do that. And you're conveniently located in Columbus. Mm -hmm. So it's only just a little half hour, John, up here to the RTS studios. Mm -hmm. Why not have you on after such a crazy deal this weekend? And get a little background because there's more to the story. I mean, you do other racing outside of the sprint car racing. Yeah, it's a bit of a hobby. It doesn't pay anything, but it, it I don't know, it gets you out there and keeps the mind and the body active. Absolutely. So speaking of which, and this was totally unbeknownst to me, I had no idea. I thought you're just a sprint car driver, and all of a sudden, you know, we become uh, more friends over the course of this last season. And all of a sudden, I see you popping up here in uh, autocross. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us a little insight on that. It it came out of nowhere, just like sprint car driving. We were at a car show that had a 12-second autocross course, and I was in a bone stock 68 Camaro. Wore out bushings, monoleaf springs, could even have been stock shocks at that point. And I ran it, and it was just like a drug. I was hooked. It's like, wow, I can beat on my car and not get arrested like anything else it any any addict addict will testify it just snowballs you can't stop spending you can't stop trying to get more of it you know one thing led to another and met my wife and she was into cars and then she wanted to drive so we built another car that was quote unquote hers which i commandeered for about six seven years before i let her back in it (laughs) nice we're gonna have to have you do a couple hot laps before we can see actually put you out there and see what happens (laughs) that wasn't it at all i just wouldn't let her in the seat that car's got legitimately 25,000 miles on a trailer going from different events nationwide. We've been almost coast to coast. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so for, I mean, for even me too, and maybe Mike as well, uh, what is autocross? The best way I can describe it is take one of them really cool road courses you see, you know, like Road America, Brainerd, uh, Watkins Glen, and shrink it down to a parking lot and mark it off with cones and have at it. You don't do wheel-to-wheel or door-to-door, but it's a timed timed event uh a lot of people take it really serious and a lot of people just like to go out there and have a good time and beat on what they do and the nice thing about racing muscle cars is we're not really classed in many places so the rules are very open okay you know if you get into like an scca class it's very specific to what you can change and how you can change it and with the cam the what is it classic american muscle and then the t traditional 
as long as you got glass in the car and four tires and good brakes and a steering wheel, they let you run it however you build it. Interesting. I did not know. I mean, I, I've seen it as a sport before. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I never really knew anybody that was involved with it. And, I mean, I know of um, doing stuff up at Brainerd and whatnot. I just, I'd never really gotten in tune with it until all of a sudden I seen you uh, posting about it on your Facebook and seeing this outside of knowing you uh, with the sprint car. I was like, okay, I, I can get behind this. And it was interesting. And I love seeing the post because, I, like I said, I didn't know that, that part about you. And uh, I've gotten to see it through the post and everything but now we got you here to talk about it i'm i'm interested i want to see it i want to go to one of these things and i want to check it out yeah i want to go check it out it sounds like a lot of fun some events they allow passengers some they don't and the passenger experience is more exciting than driving in a lot of aspects because you can't anticipate what the driver is going to do right so you think you know they're they're going to drive way too fast in this corner they're going to miss everything lock it up and spin out and next thing you know you're through it and on to the next one and i just gave my brother a ride it's Friday in the in the Camaro for the first time, and he he was just ecstatic. He was like, "That was intense," and I told him, "Man, I said, man, I wish I could get that same feeling you get out of it." Right? You know, as a driver, you're you're self critiquing mid run. You know, you're focusing on what you got to do, and you're already thinking about what you screwed up, and you're halfway through it. Yeah, that's like any driver doing anything. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there, but no, it sounds like pretty cool. I don't know if I could ever do the passenger thing. It's very oh, hard come for me. On. No, I don't like. <laughs> Like, if I'm not in control, I can't go fast, can't do anything. That's why I don't go on roller coasters or anything nuts. But <laughs> I'd definitely like to come down and check it out. It looks like a lot of fun. Even, even as a driver, knowing the course and riding with somebody else, it still gives you sensations you're not ready for. It'd be like a whole different adre- adrenaline rush. It'd, yeah. be, it'd just be crazy. But like sitting in the side-by-side or behind somebody on a motorcycle or a four-wheeler, like you don't know what's going to happen. Absolutely. I mean, it's got to be a crazy rush. I mean, it's different. Like, if you think about it, when you guys are in your sprint cars, do you know one and two are coming? You know three and four are coming. What do you got to do every time you go in those corners? Now, once you obviously hit the road course a couple times, you might, from mental memory, be able Mm -hmm. to understand what's going on. But how you approach it is going to be different every time, potentially. Well, autocross is nothing but cones. Cones can be moved. Right. I mean, the event we ran this weekend, they, they slightly changed it every day just to try and make it flow better or make it a little more safety conscious. And so our, your times from the three days technically don't – you can't stack them against each other because the starting is further back, so you get more of a run at the first turn. Or okay. the, uh, the slalom got removed and got turned more into a chicane okay, where you could carry more speed but technically screw up because you could overdrive the next corner. Now, where was all this going down this weekend? This weekend was at Street Machine Nationals at the uh, State Fairgrounds. Okay. They do pretty much just fun runs behind the old racetrack in the bus parking lot back there nice so it was like right in our backyard and we didn't even know mm-hmm. not even know. i've been down there for back in the 50s but i don't do that at back in the 50s no i wish they would i've never been a back to the 50s what never dude i only go to the state fair for cheese curds and mini donut beer <laughs> the nova makes the cut by one year so we take it down there does that's it. cool does yeah. it yep nice Nice. I'm gonna have to check it out. Did they already? They already did it this year, didn't they? Back yeah. to the 50s is long yeah. gone. Yeah. I don't think there's maybe, maybe like a small club car show might be down there between now and the fairground in the state fair. But the big, the big ones, back to the 50s and Street Machine Nationals, mm-hmm. it's over. It seems yeah. like we're always got a two day race that weekend, and I can never make it down there. But most of the time, definitely gonna have to check it out next time. If you want to go down there and I mean, like see stuff that Ryan is doing, or either if it's back to the 50s and you want to see classic cars, I mean, some of them original that are like original part, original chassis, all that stuff. 
or even these restored classic cars i mean you're gonna see some beautiful pieces of machinery down either way you go yeah i'll have to check it out there was a stock uh, i'm not good on mustang 68 69 fastback running the autocross i mean you, you'll see it all there was a wow like a 70 buick what would it be uh whatever their hot rod model was on 30 inch swampers running it <laughs> Jesus. yes wow <laughs> they let him do donuts in the middle he was throwing a lot of smoke out Jeez. Oh, my God. Well, I guess the question now to ask is, uh, one, and I'm assuming this is a yes, you ran the course, and two, what are you driving? I actually drove both cars. Uh, I've had a 68 Camaro since I was 17 that's been through about four different Dream versions. Car. Yeah. Dream car. Yeah, and, oh. you know, I just picked it up because it had a cool racing stripe on it when I was 17. And then, that's a good uh, reason, too. Nice. So that car in its current version is about five years old. And then we've got a 63 Nova that I built for my, quote, for my wife. She always gives me crap. But uh, it was way faster than that bone stock Camaro with a few bolt-on parts. Because it, it has a full torque arm chassis, uh, uh, what do they call Pro Touring, TCI front clip in it. And so it's 10, 20 times better than it ever was from the factory in 63, probably 100 times that that's legitimate it's leaps and bounds better and uh, it was so fast i was like well i want to drive the faster one i don't want to drive the slow one so it right. it got a lot of beat downs for about f- five six years and then she started driving it when i had the camaro done and if it's local we'll take them both and we'll both run them and if i get a chance i'll try to leap over into the nova and trying to do like a hail mary run to see how the two cars will compete on the same course that's badass so then like you said five to six years how long have you been doing this uh in total uh autocross the first time was at a street machine nationals used to be branded as carcraft yep. summer nationals uh that would have been about been a while now probably 12 to 14 years ago okay i don't know exactly but back then it was maybe one or two weekends a summer at its peak, I was probably doing about 10 a summer. How many are you doing now with the race and the sprint car and everything? Uh, I'm running out of money, so it's down. It's probably about three, four a summer, and then I try to pick up as many sprint car shows. This year, I'm missing my favorite event of them all, which is the one you should be a passenger at. That's called the Wamandy Hill Climb. Ooh, and elaborate. I'm interested. I'm scared Wam- of Wamandy, Minnesota, <laughs> there's a car club that has put on literally a three-mile climb up a valley road blank hill road i forget the amount of turns it's like 200 foot elevation change there are hay, there are hay bale chicanes so your speeds don't get crazy in the straighter sections but it still takes three minutes to get up there and the trees you see on the right side the downhill side you're only seeing the top half there's no guardrails there's no nothing if you screw up you're done mike's out no thank he's you he's out i nope. i took my dad up literally trying to make him pee his pants and it didn't phase him. He just said, there's nothing I can do. If we go over, we go over. I'm along Damn. for the ride. Oh, my God. So is it like Minnesota's versions of like the Pike Pikes Peak run? Pretty much, but it's in Wisconsin. It's on Damn. the other side oh, of the Oh, sorry. River. It's Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, it's, my, it's I was maybe, guessing. So they allow like four-wheelers and a lot of beer drinking then if it's No, it's it's ran really well. <laughs> it's it's v- professionally run. It's not, I mean, they're, they're, literally lives are at stake. If, if you want to be arrogant and overdrive it, you will pay the ultimate consequence. So you're... Wow. It's you don't do this event at ten tenths. It's just for fun. There's no money, there's no trophies. They will give you times at the end of the day, so you have no idea what the standings are until everything's done. So there isn't that competitive drive pushed on everybody. It's it's literally hobby driving. 
and you'll see cars from like a 60s Austin Martin that can barely hold 40 up the hill to race prep Porsches I've seen ran. It's vintage only, 30 years and older. Okay. So, so you're not going to see a brand new Carrera or something up there, but damn. Wow. It's it there I've got videos on YouTube. I got to How many times have you done this? We missed one year because they couldn't do it. We still ran Corona last year. I think there's 10 of them. I've done all of them, and this will be the first one I've missed. Really? This coming year, yeah. We've got other obligations. What's your best time? The course varies because where the hay bales are and how many he puts in there, different hay bale sections. Again, to keep speeds moderate. I mean, you could easily do 120 into the first corner if the hay bales weren't there. There's a long straightaway leading into it. Mike, you got to be a passenger, buddy. Are you kidding me? No, have Cam be a passenger. He does that every weekend, one twenty into the first corner with the GTI. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't do it if the hay bales weren't there. I couldn't hold that wow. kind of speed. But yeah, you, there's enough horsepower in those V8s. Yeah, I'm pulling third gear. That's ninety, hundred miles an hour if he spaces it out right. All right, if Mike's not a passenger, I'm in. Sign me up. I'd yeah, love to take I'll you. Go live. I, I can't do it this year. You can't go live either. The cell signal out there is atrocious. Damn. Well, I'll just record it and then post it. Right. There you go. You're in a black hole when you go down there in the valley. I'm all about it, man. If you got some passenger stuff coming on and there's no racing going that weekend, give me a call. I'm all about it. I'm almost nuts. ready to cut off our obligations just to go. It breaks my heart not to be there. I mean it. <laughs> Sincerely, it's it's the end of the year. It's like the third weekend of September. It's kind of the just the big bang closeout for the season. This sounds intense. A lot of great people, good cars. How uh, far away is it from here? That's uh, about a two-hour drive from the cities. Worth it. Totally worth it. Seems crazy. It is. Yeah. I'll haul the car for you. No, don't even get me started. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> for that Run expen- it on a quick trip, get some egg rolls, and fill up the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. Damn. Sign me up. Keep my head in the or keep my name in the in the hat with the all the names and pull mine out. I'm in. Sign me up. Damn, that sounds nuts. All you gotta do is sign the waiver I'm, and and have a helmet. I've taken the Nova to you know I'm not a big NASCAR guy, but I've actually been on Charlotte Motor Speedway with that car. Really? We ran the brand new infield before they had all the rumble strips and everything laid in. Okay. And we ran there, and they wouldn't let us run the the full oval, but we could get on. You know, one and two, I was, I think I was coming out about 130, 140 out of two up on the bank. Wow. And then they'd put us down on the apron for three and four and then pull us into the infield. That's badass. Mm-hmm. That's badass. That's figured, super cool. I figured if I'm traveling around, I got to do something that's not necessarily mind-blowing, but way out of the normal realm of events. Right. I mean, right here is just the first, like, 15 minutes of this interview. I'm no idea. blown away. Yeah. What What else do you got for me? uh road america i've been there about three four times did the full track for the first time this last year otherwise we did the shorter version and i forget the name of it but i've never in my life buried the tack in fifth gear it's a six-speed car we did the math because the speedo ends at 120 i was back to the idiot light under zero and we figured out it's about 148 miles an hour slow it down to about 70 into turn one which I later found out we were braking so hard that I spun the tire on the rim and unbalanced the tires. There was so much braking force being applied there. Damn. Because we tried to take it for a cruise the weekend after, and it shook like crazy going down the interstate. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell is this? Oh, my wife was. That's quick. She says, hey, there's no oil pressure, and it's shaking really bad. And I was like, well, the oil gauge don't work anymore, so that don't bother me. But (laughs) we got to look into the shaking. Oh, my goodness, dude. 
This is crazy. So now this kind of leads me to my next question. Was it this before sprint car racing or was there previous dirt experience or how did the whole sprint car thing start? Yeah, you ever hear that stupid uh, movie called The Butterfly Effect? Yeah, I've seen it. Where one tiny little event in your history just changes everything in a thousand different directions. Oh, yeah. I actually had a Nova before that I totaled. It was my fault. I, I spun out and a car- truck had nowhere to go and it hit me right in the, literally right in the firewall. Totaled the car, uh, bought it back, rebuilt the one you know now. And because of that car, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's taken me in directions I never could have imagined. And traveling throughout the country, doing a NASCAR track, doing Road America, doing all these other things, a guy at work knew that I did this because I shared a few of these lousy videos with him. And another coworker mentioned that he was sprint car, that he had a sprint car and he was looking for a driver. And this guy says, "Hey, go talk to Ryan in the other department. He races cars." Okay. And literally, it started from there. And I thought the guy was literally hitting me up for money, like you know, hey, I got this race car. You know, come, come hang out with us, be a part of the team. You mm-hmm. know, and and uh, I just I let him give me a spiel three, four times, and before he finally came out and said, "Why don't you come drive it? Try and drive it." I said, "What makes you think I can drive this thing? I've never driven on dirt before." Well, you race, you race cars, not understanding that the racing I do is not anywhere near a true competitive uh, series of any type. Dennis put me in his car to practice that night, and I'd watched a number of first-time videos on YouTube, which are not helpful at all, if you've ever searched those. YouTube University's not paying off right not now. Not there, no. and I thought it would. I, I thought I could really find something of value in there, and all I found was people just idling. And then they'd, <laughs> they'd goose it out of two or four just a little bit, and then they'd pull it right back down and coast all the way through the corners and then goose it just a little bit. And I told, and I had like three months before we hit the dirt. And I told myself for about a month, just don't, don't be a Sally out there. You know, if anything, use the throttle. Try to drive the car, even even if you can't, just try. Right. You right. Know, don't be that guy that just idles through. And I threw the car out a tiny bit. If you look at the video, it's really pathetic, but at least it wasn't idling. And uh, it's just kept evolving from there. Just trying to understand what dirt driving really is. To this day, I don't know that I. I do understand it, but that's where it started. So from autocross to dirt track racing. Don't forget hill climbs. And hill climbs. And road courses. And road courses. And ditch banging his go-kart through his woods. Oh, dude. That, that looked the scariest of everything you've done. Oh, man, that is a thrill. That is the closest I can get to, like, an adrenaline high. Is literally running that thing between trees as wide as the cart. Yeah, that looks nuts. I, I told my wife, if you ever hear me laugh out there, it's because I almost died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From the videos I've seen, it looks like you've come close. Yep, I have. I, You're going way too fast. For I, I flipped it one time. It wasn't bad, but it, it came over on me. See, now that would be fun. Go to your house, get a bunch of people, do that around the trees, and then time each other so you can get around there the quickest. I bought wireless, uh, like an eBay wireless timer that you can strap to the tree and count lap times with, and nobody's wanted to run with me and and actually do it oh so you'll do that oh yeah well i'm a go-kart professional mark are you kidding me i traveled the five state area sir you, you almost died at pro kart uh yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was spectacular on its yep. own holy cow i yeah. thought we lost you that day yeah knocked the wind right out of me me and kate were planning the funeral arrangements <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that was a big one. Oh my lord sign us up man we're there try to try it out 
I bet I come in third out of this group, but I'll give it a whirl. Hey, a podium's a podium. I'll take it any way I can get them. <laughs> yep. The trails and the trees are no different than the track. You got to watch the moisture. If it gets if it gets damp, but not overly damp, there's a lot of good bite out there, and you're going to have some fun. If it's dry or wet, it's really slippery. This sounds intense. Oh man, sign us up. Dangerous. I, I will yep, make you fun. sign a waiver. Oh, I ain't gonna. I don't have it. an umbrella policy to cover that. I ain't gonna. I, you could fall over and break your leg leaving my studio. I ain't gonna make you sign no waiver. <laughs> I know this is a little different though. <laughs> no, no, it looks like a lot of fun. So it all started with working with a coworker. The dirt did, yeah, yeah. Liter- it, literally fell in my lap. I mean, and you've been doing it ever since. When I was seventeen, eighteen, a friend of mine coined the term "buck naked racing." You know, play on my name and. I, I thought I'd be a drag racer when I was 16, 17. Muscle cars, that's what they did, right? Right, yeah. I mean, especially with you doing that stuff for you know for so long before you got into the dirt scene. Yeah, I mean, realistically, that would be the place that I would feel that you would have went. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I did it. I, we drag raced the Camaro a few times, spent money on better engine, better tranny, better stall, and realized there's there's a pile of money required to get a kick out of this. I mean, 11, 11 and a half second runs are fun, but... There's no wheel stands. There's no scary fast. So you get into the sprint car. Don't mm-hmm. know what you're getting into. Not a clue. Not a clue. Never raced on dirt once. We did when my wife and I were dating. We went to the Outlaws twice. So I, I, I knew what they did, but I never in a million years, even having a boss at one time that bought all the goods but never raced the car, I never thought I'd ever touch the wheel of a sprint car on track. So you get out there. What's the your first let's let's not even a test session not even a rabbit drive first race <laughs> that's really funny well, let's get to it we we did do the practice as i mentioned got out there and practice it and wasn't a total sally get out there for the first race i i think i got lapped in three or four laps it was really bad and of all people this is where i met mr john Luer. oh who's that guy 69s never heard of him I think it was him, Cam, and one other car came flying around me, and they were literally like, all of them were loose. All of them were loose. I don't, I don't know if I was the problem or what, but they just shot around me. I was like, I'm getting the hell out of here because this down here isn't good. Something not, not good is coming out of this. And John bounced off of somebody, came spearheading right at me, hit me right in the battle bar, stood the car up on the back tires, bounced me again, which put me on the wall doing like a 50-50 grind with the sprint car on the top edge of the wall right in front of the jumbotron i remember that yep he, he, bou- <laughs> he bounced off and and by the time it was over i think he got second that night yeah because i yep. remember he hit the wall no i hit the wall he hit the oh, wall board slided with the oil pan right no yeah. no it was a 50 50 ground yeah. i had both axles yep. on that wall yeah but i just remember what after talking to johnny about that he goes ever after that the car was way better yeah i remember him saying <laughs> that too and, and to john's credit he picked me out of a crowd not knowing who the hell i was and apologized and yeah. said you know that's racing i'm sorry but my guy i have an iconic picture of literally lure spearing me with the front end up and you can see me turning the wheel trying to drive out of it right and the jumbotron is in full effect right behind us with the two second delay showing them driving up on me that's right i do yeah i was right there in that race i remember that was my first race that was the first one that was the first time i took a green flag sorry like five (laughs) or six laps in it was over and i was mad that that's all i got was five or six laps yeah, that was all my fault. I went into the corner, chopped Brad Peterson, spun him out. Johnny had nowhere to go, hit Brad, and then 
Johnny hit you, and then mm-hmm. that's where it all went down. So you know. you're the instigator. Well, technically, I mean, I was in front of Brad. Brad drove into me. You, so <laughs> I remember you guys just being way more wild than the other couple laps that I saw, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. And I, I knew I should stay low <laughs> to stay out of the way, but what I saw in front of me didn't look good, so I started moving up to the middle, and at some point I just got nailed. So for that being your first experience, what kept, what, uh, what kept you coming back? I've never done hard drugs, but I imagine racing is no different. I've heard that before. You get a you get a, a taste of it, and it's 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 in you. Whether whether you acknowledge it or not, it's something that's in you. You know, you can't take a a bookworm scientist and just throw them in a race car, and they get the same sensation that we do. Right, but I mean, I guess uh, another part of that question would be is like that's your first experience. You're like, oh my god, I ran six laps and I got junked. Mm-hmm. So where you're just like, hey man, sorry, this isn't for me. It wasn't my car, and I. I apologized profusely to the owner, and he's like, it wasn't your fault. Don't worry about it. Right. In that season, I was a backup driver, so I wasn't going to get the, the full ride all year. They put the car back together, and when it was my turn again, we went for it again. Second time out a little bit better than the first? You know, I don't recall it, but it was pretty pathetic, I assure you. I but, mean, but we made all, like, it, what, what we ran? I finished. 20, 25 laps. Yeah, I made, made it all. to the end, right. I, I believe. Don't quote me on it, but I believe I, I finished. Right. I, but, yeah, just, you know, that happens night one. Actually, I do remember the second one. It was Ogilvy. Oh, man. So you went from Cedar Lake to Ogilvy. Yes. Oh. And they screwed up in the draw, and they put me down as the primary driver. Mm. So they let, they let me run the draw the drawn position in the, in the heat. And I was like, this isn't right, but we didn't tell anybody. And I, I wasn't that good, but then I qualified for, I think it was 12th or 14th in the feature. And I was I was holding my own because obviously there isn't anywhere to bite but the bottom or the top a lot of times when it dries out there. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I was doing good enough to keep pace with, you know, 10 other cars in front of me. And the white flag came out and I ran out of fuel and I had to pull into the infield a half a lap down from finishing like 12th or 14th. I believe that was my second race. Go from Cedar Lake, getting junked by the 69S to running the big O and running out of fuel. Mm-hmm. Man, what a way to start off a sprint car racing career. Oh, it gets worse. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> gets much worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, so you hop in there, you race with them guys for a couple of years, right? Two, three? three? I think it was three years I ran with Dennis. Three years? Yep. Between then, I mean, three years running with them guys and everything what 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 could you take away from that experience before getting to owning your own ride boy i don't know that's a good question i've never thought about it it's i was very naive to ownership i can tell you that uh we didn't live close to each other it was an hour drive to mm-hmm. get to the car so i would only go out there for big weekends like when we really wrecked it i'd try to tear down or clean or do whatever but you know week to week maintenance and uh bigger bigger projects i never really saw the ins and outs i'd hear the details but they didn't didn't really jive unless you were hands-on so i i I learned that i was very naive to what it really takes to own and operate a a sprint car until i had it not that it's real hard or difficult but there's there's just more little quirks that you got to keep an eye on than i was aware of so now we move to this season Mm -hmm. full-time car owner now full-time the blue fox is in full effect she's all yours well technically it's the name came from my dad's car but yeah oh yeah uh, i hit on that a little bit I, I remember when the when you had uh debuted it mm-hmm. 
and took the pictures and everything. Uh, tell everybody uh, the reasoning behind the number and the color scheme of the car. The number comes from my dad's 57 Chev. It's a 210 hardtop, which is for 57 and actually kind of rare car. Compared to the Bel Air, there were like two and a half million Bel Airs. There are only 144,000 of the 210 hardtops. So it's it's the car's blue and white, so that's where the color scheme came from. And I honestly like the double zero number, and Dennis said I could have it if I wanted it, but didn't seem right running the colors without the numbers. So it's car 57. Went with an old-school uh, number font to kind of keep that, I guess it's kind of a 60s vibe he's got going on on that thing, maybe 70s. It's got a hand-painted cartoon on the back of a blue fox holding a rabbit by the by the ears. Uh, Hassenpfeffer stew, I believe it is. Okay. So we t- I had that graphic digitized and put on the car, and it's hand-painted old pinstripe font for the blue fox lettering and just been running with it. You can't really tell much anymore. It's getting pretty beat up, but it's still there. Uh, I, I remember when you, I mean, when you put the side-by-side comparison yeah. of your dad's ride and the sprint car when you announced or, or deb- debuted mm-hmm. what you were doing, I mean, it's spot on. Yeah, well, I grew up in that car. I literally learned how to tie my shoes on the ribbon that used to be around the stuffed fox necks, that neck that sat in the back seat. I mean, if, if it weren't for that car, I don't think I ever would have saw any other state than North Dakota or Minnesota. So what was the decision behind uh, wanting to go out and go on your own? Another thing that just kind of happened, you know, the, the butterfly effect. Uh, I didn't really tell Dennis that I was looking, but Ryan Johnson had the car up for sale, and I'd kind of gotten to know Ryan and become friends with him, and he's 15 minutes from me. Right. So the car went up for sale, and I said, I'd. I don't know that I'm going to commit to this, but at least let me come look at it. And went up there and looked it over, and the little bit I knew to look for, I looked for, and it 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 had the LS already set up in it, and that was the big perk for me. I wanted I wanted a junkyard motor that I could literally rebuild if I have to. Go grab another core and stab a cam in it and prep it. He had actually loaned that weekend. He had loaned parts to Denny to uh, run in the legendary. So the motor was half apart. It was out of the car. The dash was half apart. So I got the car about three-quarter done and finished it off when I committed to buying it. 2021 season. How's it been going? Roller coaster like everything else I do. <laughs> <laughs> some days I want to quit, and some days I can't get enough. Right. It's uh, it's definitely been a uh, up-and-down season for you. Yeah. Um, I, I've gotten to uh, know you through Johnny. Mm-hmm. And crewing with Johnny, I, I remember uh, when you would come over and talk to Johnny for either driving advice or setup stuff, and uh, almost every race, I'm asking somebody. No, which I, that's what you have to do. Yep. Yeah, you know, whether it's asking Johnny or Mike, Cam, Scott, Blake, whoever, and everybody's been really awesome. I haven't come across anybody that's abrasive or secretive. You know, and I. I don't ask for secrets. I just ask for generalities, just so I know yeah. that Give I'm you, in the ballpark. Absolutely, because I never put two and two together. I was like, "Man, why does that name not sound familiar?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, he drives the other car for Denny Stordahl." I was like, "Oh okay." And mm-hmm. they were always used to running wing stuff and everything. Santa's car. Yeah, but then finally, I you know just for me to pipe up and chime into the conversation and get to know you, and it's it's, it's been totally worth it. Glad I've gotten to know you. Glad to hear that. You know, this year, like, I'm really, for me personally, like, I like rooting for the underdogs. You know? Everybody does. You like to see that big payoff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And so, like, in the unfortunate happenings that have gone through 2021, so 2021 for you, I don't like seeing it. If there's a bad luck award, I'm in the running. There's no doubt. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably <laughs> at the top of the charts right now. You know, it, it's just, it, it it sucks. I mean, I think we can all say it. It sucks. It yeah. is what it is. I, you know, I don't I don't get overly emotional about emotional about most things. So when I have a bad night, that's just what it is. You know, put the car back together, put me back together, whatever the case is, and hopefully we can come back and have a good time next time. Right. Absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, let's talk about the Jim Falls thing. That should have never happened. Never should have happened. Yeah, the, there was a number of factors there. I'd been battling a little bit of a breather issue leading into that. I thought I had it figured out. I learned some things after that, and I think officially have it figured out, but I, I blew the the uh, valve cover gasket, and it literally emptied the oil pan into my visor. Right, but that... Which I thought was still a breather issue, so I stayed. I stayed in it for another lap, and it kept oiling me up. And then I, then I was out of tear offs. So I was like, "Oh man, right now but what? I'm struggling to get the visor, and you know the rest." Mount should have never been there, my opinion. Yeah, I hear it's not there anymore. Been better. Oh well, yeah. yeah, it just took one time, and unfortunately, like it, it always, everybody always, it always takes one time. Yep, always takes one time. Then they'll fix it. Sadly, yeah. in my mind, I thought that was a sweet Dukes of Hazard shot, like literally hitting that thing, throwing a dust trail cartwheeling in the air and landing on all four and then uh carter chevalier his girlfriend had the video and i saw it and it looked like a five-year-old <laughs> practicing gymnastics tumbling on a mat i was like oh that is not what i experienced in the car at all right 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 i mean that dirt hill was easily four or five feet high oh for oh, sure at least. oh yeah. at least five feet yep. i'm guessing yeah. oh for sure it was eye level when i drove up to it right and you're just like i'm holding on for the ride and it was just I like did. eh <laughs> No, I felt all the the sensations in that one because I'd slowed down reasonably. I, yeah, I, I coasted, and then by the time I saw the dirt mount, I couldn't try to stop. But it's not like I hit it under under power. Well, it's not just like, and this is definitely not all twenty twenty one. You you've had good runs in twenty twenty one. You've had a good year, decent. I've, I'm about where I'd like to be for as green as I am in dirt racing. Right, especially being a first year, being that it's your own stuff and mm-hmm. whatnot. I mean, it, you've been uh, in the wing car. You've been you've been going back and forth. Yeah, doing both, which I think is awesome. More seat time. You're supporting both ends of the series, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, it's just like we said, it's been a series of mis uh, unfortunate events. But that's not what the premise of this all is. I mean, let's uh, besides all that going on, how has 2021 been for you? Like I said, I'm I'm about where I'd like to be. I there's a couple rookies that I thought I could uh put a hurting on and they've done just the opposite. Those guys are solid, so it's I'm just trying to keep up with the Joneses at this point. I don't expect to be in the top five someday maybe, but if, if I can run up in the top ten and give somebody a, a run for their money for position, that's that's a good night for me. It's just like we said in the opener, you run your heat race on Saturday night, you and me talked to it, talked about it. Duranko slid you, and you're like, I'm turning right underneath you. Yeah, I, I finally, you sure did. Finally, got confident enough to to run the racer's mind instead of just be conservative and you know not cause an issue somewhere. And I saw him slide out, and I I I knew that there wasn't going to be a lot of bite there, and I better drop low if I'm going to get any kind of run on him. And it paid off by about three feet, maybe less. It felt great, and he had a big smile on his face, and we were laughing and shaking hands. And uh, Zach Wittis came over because he thought he was going to slide me earlier, and wasn't sure he was ready to commit to that and yep. and uh started second finished second that's the best heat i've ever had oh yeah he did really good 
I'm trying, Mike. I'm trying. <laughs> I really am. No, you did good, man. You were running the top good, and you like you said, you slid them back, and you were moving. It was good. Yeah, it's it. It felt really good to uh, to drive that well, and then all of a sudden there were expectations from the rest of my crew that that would continue into the feature. Well, you you drew the one. I drew the one. And, uh, you drew the one. I starting on the pin. I tried to sell it. I don't know if that's legal, but I offered it out there. I know you did. I went about it. I, I was ready. I didn't. <laughs> I know an offer. I know an offer of that was made to lure. I I'm pretty sure I heard uh, Cam pipe up about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike would have probably offered you at least quadruple. Yeah, I, I was going to be reasonable. I wasn't greedy. Is that the first time you ever started on the pole? In a feature, yes. How was that? I don't like it. <laughs> I know you were over there talking to me and Johnny, and you're just like, uh, like I don't you're like fine? it. You're fine. Uh, you're fine. That's why I wanted to sell it. I was like, I'll go back to six. I don't care. But you can't. You can't opt out to the top six redraw. I'd have to opt out to the back, and I definitely didn't want that. Right. Right. No, I commend you for going for it. Yeah, I mean, you, do you don't know until you do it. Trust me, I didn't want to be there. I, I knew I had to man up I and just run my race and, and not do anything stupid and let people buy me, and I, I tried to do that, and I, I think I did, but I, I really questioned it there at the end whether or not I was running where I should have been. I think you were just fine. It was just bad timing on everybody's part, and just as, like I said, it's an unfortunate series yeah, of events. That's racing. It is. It's, yep. a, it's a racing deal. Uh, it's bound to happen sooner or later. Oh, it's happened too many times already. <laughs> the day is coming. Well, you're going to get put back together. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. All it's right. it's yep. the car that needs all the attention. Probably not going to see you this weekend at Cedar Lake. No, I I got really ambitious for about an hour today working on the car, and then I realized it's it's not possible. Okay. Uh, is the goal to be back traditional weekend? Traditional challenge, yeah, because I'll be gone the weekend before running Road America with the Nova. And That's then, cool, cool. And then nice. we'll jump back in, in the sprint car, hopefully, have everything tied up and buttoned up for traditional challenge. And I think I'm going to run wings both nights. Going to run the wing? I think so. They, they get limited amount of shows, so if there's two in a row, just set the car up and leave it. Right. Yeah. I mean, going back and forth, I mean, I I haven't had to do a Johnny, Mike. I, I, I think you had two separate cars that you were able to do that with. Yep. I, I don't know what it takes to go back and forth each night so i don't i don't blame it one bit it's not a tremendous amount of work but for the guys that try to do it in one night if that's an option this this season sounds like it's, it's the last but uh it's a lot of work in one night but to, to swap over and go back between weekends it really isn't too much work you know like i told you saturday night uh, if you need anything give us a holler or i'll be out i i think i got things covered i just got to find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow to cover a few of the parts <laughs> getting a little short on funds with all the different activities i do in cars well you know when you say something like that you know what better time it is to do right now ryan thank all my sponsors absolutely yep. i've got some great sponsors i got a longtime friend uh jared over at twin city lawn care he he doesn't get the limelight in the sponsor scene but he's been with me since the very beginning on sprint car driving and uh i appreciate his friendship and his help i've got uh another friend of mine that i've had for quite a while over at the metal doctor they do great work uh they're great people i mean if you need plows or large trucks refitted with toolboxes and whatnot talk to kale and his wife they're they're awesome obviously got amory Works. they're a, a new sponsor this year and they're they're fun to work with we we're supposed to do a meet and greet on friday but unfortunately that's not happening unless I 
bring a skeleton out there and it's <laughs> half tore down already and uh pat at the carb shop's been a huge help uh become friends with him i mean he's he's more than just a, a sponsor or a partner he's a true friend and willwood brakes their sponsor i was able to carry over from autocrossing luckily the car came with willwoods we made a couple small changes just to improve things I got to meet the owner a long time ago, and that's a really, really good company. Grassroots start, just doing their thing and and promoting racers as often as they can. I got to throw another sponsor in there, the most important. Oh, who's that? Their names are on the car, Sarah and Lily Buck, my wife and daughter. They're they're huge supporters, even though most of the times I know they want to just slash all the tires so I can't (laughs) drive the thing. (laughs) And my dad, who is, I guess, my crew chief because he's the only crew I have. Well, there's nothing better doing it with the old man. Yep, we have a good time. It's about the only time we do spend together. Well, it looks like you guys are having a good time over there. We try. It's a good good family time together. That's that's really the only time we do spend together these days. <laughs> Why not spend it at the track? Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of time between races to BS about life. Like I said, we, we appreciate you coming in. We're glad that you're okay. Best of luck to you at Road America. I think I'm running out of lives, man. This trend needs to slow down. No, you're good. You're going to go run Road America. Going to feel like a million bucks. All that track. See what I did there? Yeah. That track's terrifying. And then you're going to come back the next week, traditional challenge, run the wing, and kick some ass with this ramped up brand, you know, revamped 57 coming out hot and heavy. I just want to put it back on the trailer and not have to fix it. You will, man. There's I hope so. No doubt in my mind. You're good. You're good to go. Yeah. You're golden. It's been a pleasure being here. We appreciate it, man. We're going to head on over to uh, RTS Victory Lane. Would you like to stick around for that? Yeah, sure. Keep the mic hot. Let's go. Let's do it up. That's going to do it tonight for the RTS A Main, presented by TCB Speed North. Head on over there to get all of your parts, whether it's the asphalt or the dirt. Give Rob Cahill a call. Find him on Facebook. Order your parts today to get you back on the racetrack. And shout out to Robbie. Seen him at the track Saturday night in good spirits. Walking, looking good. Guy still got a cast in the hand, but he's definitely positive. Good to see him back at the track. Uh, got to chat with him for a little bit. Doing really well. Glad to see him back at the track. Good to see him. Just touch base with him and you know see how he's doing. And it seems like he's doing pretty darn good. Yeah, that was a wild ride he took. I talked to him. It seems like he's getting better and going to see the surgeon and double-checking everything and speedy recovery, hopefully. Yep, he'll be back behind the wheel in no time. A-Main's done. Time to roll this bad boy into victory lane. Winner's circle. And we got one more guy to call. Let's do it. Let's do it up. RTS victory lane coming right up right after this. It's time to head to Victory Lane, RTS style. The exclusive home of the Renegade Racing brand in the exclusive podcast 
of the Renegade brand, the RTS Podcast. Got a lot of love on the Cedar Lake PA system Saturday night. Did you hear it? Yeah, the Cedar Lake, or what did he say, the RTS victory, or... Uh, I, it, hey, first time that they had ever done that for us. Yep. I'm going to call him a little bit of a break. That was good. I have it screen recorded on my phone. Because I just like I just want to listen to it over and over again. No, it was good. I did hear it. No, it was good. It was good. They uh, they knocked it out of the park. Uh, did a great job. No, that was super cool. And it should be like that every week. Good to hear. Every week. You're in the big time now. Perfect. So, so now you're going to be here in Reaction Time Sports over the PA system, and, it, and I know that it worked because all of a sudden we had an influx of stuff going on on our end. So it, it paid off. That worked. It worked good. It worked very very good. A lot of racing going on across the Renegade Racing brand. Like we already talked about, the Mid-American Racing Series. You know, I skipped a beat. I skipped a freaking beat. It's not good. It's the RTS Victory Lane presented by Mueller Jewelers. There you go. Head on over there. Locally owned Diamond Company, Carrie and Gary, their friendly staff, Chisago City, open six days a week. You can go go over there and get your grill. Make it happen. Make it happen. Diamonds, gold, rings, earrings. Done. All of it. Fresh eyes. Yes. Bling, bling. Let's go. Mueller Jewelers. Head on over there. Check them out. Official diamond company of Reaction Time Sports. It's time to head on over to your feature winners of the week. Presented by the thedukesuperstore.com. Promo code 87MM for 25% off champion racing oil. Limited time only. Really? Yeah. Racing oil. Racing oil. For a race car. For a race car. Yeah. Didn't we say that it could work in your in your personal car? It'll work in personal car, race car, four-wheeler, anything you need. How about a lawnmower? Uh, yeah. My Husqvarna? Uh, yeah. How much more horsepower will I get out of it? Ooh, I think it's like two horsepower per quart. That's probably, what, a single quart? Yeah, something like that. Dude, you cut your lawn in half the time. Oh. Don't forget your sticker horsepower either. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Where do I go? TheDukeSuperStore.com. Promo code? 87MM. For some champion race oil. Champion racing oil. Go right in my Husky. Do it. Gonna get the- sweet sticker in every case. Put that on your lawnmower. At least five horsepower. Dude. Think of all the activities you can do when you cut your lawn in half the time. Where do I... I'm going there right now. Do it. DukeSuperStore.com. I just bought like five pallets. Oh, yeah. I just got a notification. Thanks a lot, Mark. Anytime. Feature winners of the week presented by DukeSuperStore.com. Let's go. The Mid-American Racing Series. Two nights. Dodge County at the fairgrounds. It was pretty cool. Oh, my God. Ferris wheel in the background. So cool. That was nice. So cool. Uh, unfortunately, like we already talked about early in the show when we had the Slugger update, you and me were doing RTS live from the infield of Dodge County. Yep. That was fun. Old Cam Bam taking home to win. Yep. Big win for him. He was quick. Really quick on that track, hot laps, a Kansas City Dust Bowl, heat race time. I thought that a water main broke. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. It was so weird. Unbelievable from Juiced up. the hot laps. Johnny tried killing himself in turn one. Yeah, that was big. That was a big bike. I thought it was going to land on you. Yep. Training wheels were out. Saved them. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. But old Cam Bam picking up the win at Dodge County. Yep. Castle. Done deal. Thunderbird Classic, fairground race. Pretty cool for him. Got a nice trophy. He whooped them. Thunderbird Classic? That's what it's called. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, every year in the fair. I thought My you dad's pulled... been going there for years, so. I thought you were pulling that one out of your ass. Oh, no, dude. All right. Stats, man. Stats for stats. days. Those are some stats for your ass. 
Chateau Speedway Friday night. Yeah, the Iceman. Terry Labonte. Yeah. Picking up the win. First of 2021. Yeah, big win for him. Got his car working and definitely paid off. Absolutely. Scotty Brandt picking up the win at Chateau. Yeah, he whooped him. The Upper Midwest Sprint Car Series returns to Cedar Lake after having a little bit of a hiatus from World Outlaw Weekend. And guess who won again? Cam Schaefer. How many does that make it now? Ten wins on the year for him. Most anybody's ever gotten a year, so that's pretty cool. Wow. Watching history. Unbelievable. How does he do it? I would guess uh, lucky at the draw. A lot of marble lights. Wow. Mick Golden lights. Wow. Bush lights. Wow. Probably them new shoes that he's wearing. Wow. I think they're Chavez's old shoes. Wow. But definitely paying off for him. Wow. Kid's quick. Wow. And he changes his number every year, so nobody knows wow. who he is. Wow. Pretty much. <laughs> nah, he was quick. Cam Bam picking up the win at Cedar Lake Super Speedway. Northern Renegades, the Rennie Hughes Tribute Race. Did you guys see the trophy for this deal? Pretty neat. Did you see it? I did not. Oh, you want to explain? I didn't look that close, but was, there was a wheel on the top. What was steering wheel on the top? Three pillars. And I'm pretty sure it was a rim on yeah, the bottom. A, yeah, that's what it was. The rim was the base. That's cool. Pretty cool deal. And it just wasn't one guy that decided to take this home, this traveling trophy that they now have for the Rennie Hughes tribute race. This guy double downed. Double dipping. At Hibbing Saturday night. In the wing, in the non-wing. It's your buddy, Ken Roan. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Damn. Two wins, same night, same car. Can't go wrong with there. No, pretty incredible. Cannot go wrong there. Let's head west. Devil's Lake Speedway with the Western Renegade Sprint Car Series. RTS Heat Race winners, Joel Larson and Adam Sobolik. Well, I guess what Adam Sobolik done done. What's that? He done come from, didn't feature and won his feature race too. It's pretty cool. Nothing better than getting a sweep. No, it's been a minute since he's been back in victory lane. Same That's thing cool. like Joel Larson last weekend. These guys, these these guys making it back to victory lane. Adam Sobolik picking up the win out west super cool uh locally wise uh we were all at cedar lake saturday night 5k to win for the pro stocks yep a lot of carnage in the pro stocks a lot of crashing holy moly good car count 45 cars yeah. i was pretty surprised by that Maybe you're racing for 5k you're gonna race for 5k no that was cool yeah kevin burda picked up the win he's from up north uh the iron range guy and he came down and uh he whooped him he was quick guys fast previous national champion in wasota and he came down took their money and went home so pretty cool for him not bad for 5k no no he was quick next weekend slave models turn for 5k it's gonna be good i'm glad we're racing with them because i definitely want to see that show i think it's gonna be a barn burner gonna be hopefully a lot of cars hopefully a full field uh i think it's gonna be good there you go one last guy to get to an rts victory lane he was your limited late model feature winner also races pro stock in the 5k to win race yep dylan chrome shoulder picked up the win in the uh, usra limited late models i believe that's his third win on the year and first year in this you know he's a rookie and uh he's definitely definitely picking it up and putting it down he's quick right now should we give him a call let's do it see how i go in absolutely let's see what happened Transport Nelson Auto Crush number nine. That's still Crump Strider. White flag waiting. One more turn around. For Team Crump Strider's number nine machine. The DK Designs for Transport Nelson Auto Crushing. Works the final round in turns three and four. And Dylan 
And there it is, your Saturday night's limited late model USRA feature winner, Dylan Chromeshower. Dylan, what's up, dude? No, not a whole lot. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's all good. Picked up the win in the late model. I take it yep. you were there for the five grand to win the pro stock race. Correct. Give us a little bit of how your night went. Well, the night went, well, good. We picked up the feature win. Started off with the heat race, and I think we started, like, fifth with the late model. And got up to third, made the redraw spot, and luckily my redraw skills have been good lately, and rolled across the scale and redrew a one for the feature in the late model. Perfect. Uh, pro stock was passing points. I think we started fifth again and got up to third, and that was enough to lock us into the feature. So I didn't have to run a B main. That's always a plus. Yep. Then the late model feature started on the pole, and it basically just told myself it was my race to lose, and... I just kept calm and kept her out front. Yeah, you looked uh, at that late model feature. I was up there in staging and watched it, and you were checking out one by about a straightaway there. Car looked real hooked up on the bottom. Yeah, the bottom was awesome for my car. <laughs> there was a bunch of water that kept getting thrown out, so I didn't know if the bottom was where I should be because I kept sliding through the water, but I didn't really feel any pressure, so I just stayed down there, and it worked. So how'd it go in the pro stocks? Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of a cluster it started 12 and the car was really good at the beginning it started to work my way through the field and i think we were like seven laps in or something and i think i was just passing for sixth or fifth made a little contact with another car and cut down the right front a red came out actually and i was able to get off the track we got that changed came back out started last that was pretty much the end of it ended up pulling off and scored like 15th Obviously, you know, it would have been nice to win that super stock feature and double up and make some real loot this weekend. No, the car was awesome, just didn't have the results we needed. So we don't normally see out at Cedar Lake too much. Uh, was that the reason for coming out this way, was to run the pro stock for the 5K, or was there uh, another reason behind that? Well, we've got the limited late model going this year, so we've been running Cedar Lake as much as we can with that. And then that was the first time I've had the pro stock out at Cedar Lake this year, and that was mainly just for the 5,000. Yeah, no, it looks like you've been running real good. You know, rookie season in that limited late model. I picked up, what was that, your third win this year, two at Cedar and one at Eagle Valley? Correct, yeah. Yep, we were at Eagle Valley and watched you win, and you doubled up there as well, and you were super quick that night. Yeah, I think I have a thing. Whenever the sprint cars are around, I always run good. So. That's what it sure <laughs> seems like. Or it's like whenever I see you, you're running good because it's always, you know, next oh, to each other. Oh, yeah, it's all you, Mike. It's well, all, it's it's all you, Mike. I'm there watching. <laughs> so. Yeah, I picked up my very first super stock feature when the sprint cars were at Eagle Valley also. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's where, perfect. Where do you normally run your super at? Lately, it's just been wherever. I mean, Princeton and Ogilvy are the closest tracks to our house. Last year, with all the COVID stuff, we raced Deer Creek weekly. And then this year, having the late model and the super, we just kind of pick and choose which car and where we want to go. So what's your plan with that late model? I saw you were sitting sixth in you know, their national points. You plan on running as many races as you can, going for rookie of the year, or just kind of just be bopping around? Yeah, this year, it's our main focus is to run the limited. If we're there for the rookie, if we're there for the national points, we'll go for it. I mean, it's not really a pressing deal. If we're there at the end, we'll go for it. We're not going to kill ourselves trying to do it. 
So I'm and then not, the super is always sitting there ready to go if we choose to take it somewhere. I'm not very familiar with how USRA does their points. So is it like a top best top 20 shows or 15, 30? How does that work? I believe it's your top 20. Oh, okay, so then you definitely got a decent shot if you keep running the yep. way you are. Don't yeah. want to jinx it, but we'll try for it. Yeah, for sure. You can't beat that. I mean, looks like there'll be plenty of races left and whatnot. And How's it been going over at Princeton for you in the Superstock this year? Well, we haven't ran Princeton much. I mean, we haven't been running Princeton weekly. I think I have a, my best finish there so far as a second. Been out to Ogilvy. Uh, excuse me. I've been out to Ogilvy that much that, then this year with the Pro Stock. Only a handful of times. I think we ran their opener. We ran the Mod Nationals and a few other shows. But Ogilvy, I've actually been struggling with lately. That used to be one of my favorite tracks, one of my best finishing tracks, and I haven't really had it yet this year. What's uh, your upsc- upcoming schedule look like? Focusing mainly on the late model. So we'll be at. I think this weekend is Eagle Valley and Deer Creek. And then the following weekend will be at Mississippi Thunder and Cedar Lake and keep trucking along with the late model. That'll be nice. Have you ran the uh, crate late model down at Deer Creek this year? Yes, I finished third both times. Nice. That's got to be pretty cool to be getting around there in the late model. Yep. That yeah, that's, that, that's probably my favorite track. We ran there weekly last year at the Super, and I got to know everybody down there, and it's an awesome place. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best facility we got around here. That place is oh, phenomenal. Oh, that place is unbelievable. Super fun. Yeah. So what do you do during the day? I mean, you're not a professional race car driver, so what's your something, daytime something job? Something with, like, DK Designs or something? I've never heard of them before. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I do all day is graphics. I own DK Designs and just sit here in the shop and print stickers, work on the computer. I mean, my race cars only sit about five feet away from my desk. So I sit here and stare at those a lot of the day. Doesn't sound like a bad gig. No. Nope. How many cars are you up to this year already? I just printed my 100th race car wrap today. Wow. Damn. That's insane. And there's a whole list more that need to get done with all the specials coming up. That's insane. I'd keep you busy all day long. And then on top of that, you got to turn wrenches and get ready for race weekend, too. Yeah. That's almost a full-time job in itself. I do mainly all of that alone. Well, yeah, especially with both cars, trying to run the business and super busy, just like everybody else. I hear you there. I know, I know, I know. RTS when we swinged over there to drop over a wing with Mike one day, we inquired about some uh, some Happy Gilmore checks. So what it was, the deal still stand on that? We go get some Happy Gilmore checks. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) Mike, set it up. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in contact with you. We'll line something up here pretty soon. Make it happen. Traditional challenge. We're busting those bad boys out. Yeah, I got to get back over there and get that wing. How's it look? Probably got a layer of dust on it now. I'm sure it does. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, man. Well, hey, best of luck to you coming up this next weekend of racing. Heck of a job Saturday night out at Cedar Lake. We appreciate you taking taking the time tonight. I know we got a little behind schedule. We appreciate you hanging on with us. Uh, Who all do you got to thank, and uh, who do you want to give a shout-out to? Uh, I got to thank mainly my mom and dad, my girlfriend. They're the biggest help to me. All of my sponsors, uh, Spartan Transport, Central States Contractors, uh, Heat Miser, Glass, Heating and AC, uh, Lakeview Business Solutions, GT Transport, Nelson Auto Crushing, Chubbs Performance, DK Designs, 
Master Collision Group and anybody else, all my fans, anybody that supports me. Yeah, no, it sounds like you get a long list of sponsors, a lot of people helping you out, and I mean, that's the way to do it, man. Thanks a lot for coming on the uh, RTS podcast. Really appreciate it, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, sounds good. Take care, and uh, good luck this weekend. Thank you. There you have it, Dylan Schroeder picking up the win last weekend. A little inside info on him, owner of DK Designs. Kid's busy, getting a lot of cars done. 100 wraps already this year. Pretty incredible. That's nuts. He's busy. Man. All them cars look good, too. Oh, yeah, no, they definitely look good. They definitely look good. I love the way that his uh, limited late looks. It looks little, awesome. A little white, a little blue, a little orange. A little old school Joey Saldana number nine on there, too. Yeah. It's a good-looking nine. I I'm like it. I'm all about it. it. Yep. I'm all about it. Anytime them super stock late model guys stealing something from sprint cars, you know, it just makes my heart warm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But no, I, feel cool. all, I feel all fuzzy inside, right. you know? There you go. <laughs> right, just like, what the hell am i still doing here time to go it's bedtime <laughs> <laughs> right on anybody else that we need to give a shout out victory lane i mean a lot of winners this weekend man we took care of the important ones yeah just keep collecting them trophies absolutely backing them up next weekend umss back out at cedar lake yep 5k to win for late models gonna be good oh man there's probably i gotta believe there's gonna be a stealth field for that we had a we, four what did we say 45 cars for the limit or for the pro stocks 45 yep gotta think there's gonna be a few more than that hopefully uh, maybe i hope so i just hope they have a full field they should yeah. i think they it'll should. be good they should it'll be it'll be rowdy 5k to win it'll be good all right, there you have it. RTS Victory Lane, presented by Mueller Jewelers, with your feature of the w- winners of the week, brought to you by thedukesuperstore.com. Promo code 87MM for Champion Racing Oil, 25% off, limited time only. Get over there, check it out. Stuff works in your lawnmower. Make it happen. I just bought five pallets 20 minutes ago. There you go. I'll Duh. grab the pallet jack. Get them off the truck. Get them in my garage. I'm souping that boy, boy, bad boy up. I got to go mow the lawn tomorrow night. Yeah, it's not going to rain, so get her done. Let's freaking do it. <laughs> it's never going to rain. <laughs> no, I know. There's no rain inside. No. You just, any rain? No? No. No. Nothing. I haven't touched my lawn in two months. It's because you're racing on it all the time. That's part of it. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> all right, boys. Let's get the heck out of here. It's been another fantastic episode. Ryan. Thank you so much for making the trip up. It's my pleasure. I was I seriously to me we've we've done I've done some I've done some interviews. I've done some interviews with drivers. I've done an interview with a professional wrestler on this show. Which that by that was probably that was probably the first non person that I knew personally that I did an interview with. So I was nerve wracking about that. This wasn't nervous for me, but the just the stories in the background. I got intrigued, so kind of why I stole a little bit. And it's all good. My bad, homie. It's fine. I owe you, I owe you a fireball shot. Oh, you don't have you to. You slide dog. Uh, uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> but, no, thank. I know you're busy, Ryan. Uh, you did not have to come up here, but thank you so much for coming up here, man. Yeah, it, thanks, dude. It was great to see the inner workings of the podcast. Yeah, this is this is what we do. This is where we're at. Yeah, good at it. it. Keep it up. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime. I'll take you up on that anytime, man. Bring the blue moons. Okay, we'll have to necessity. get you. We'll have to get you an RTS koozie. I was keep, looking at that. Keep them bad boys cold. They need yeah, to be cold. one for five or three for twenty. Yeah, how many ever you want? I can't charge them right now. 
saving up money for parts. I know. Oh, yeah, lots of parts. Yep. So, but, yes, thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you, man. Best of luck. I appreciate it. Thank you. When you had getting everything fixed up and uh, when you head to Road America. Definitely let us know how that goes. Yeah, well, there's track prep for that still to be done as well. Right on. Right on. I'm going to have to pop out there sometime and check out these cars. You're welcome. Let me know. I will, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I want to go, too. It yeah. looks like a lot of fun. Check it out. I'm down. Let me know. Yeah, and if they're slinging mini donut beers down at the fairgrounds, I'm <laughs> Mike's like, they sign are not. me up. Oh. My wife brought that up this weekend specifically. They are not selling the mini beer donuts until the fair. Oh, I can't wait until the, the mini fair. donut beer. Excuse me. The How do you drink beer? that? Uh, with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible. It's amazing. You're coming with. Don't they the sell best. it in the stores at fair time, too? I think yeah, it's one of the brands like you know they yeah. sell like a six pack or something. limited release. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's good. The s'mores beer, the orange dreamsicle beer. Oh, so I'm all many. about that. The I'm dip, about that. The dill pickle beer. That there's, sounds terrible. It Don't is terrible. The blueberry. Yeah, the blueberry Ooh, that sounds good. How about a watermelon? Watermelon anywhere? Mm, no, 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 no. Just watermelon sugar. What? Watermelon the Maroon sugar? Five song. Never mind. Oh, there you go. Sorry, weren't you making some weird watermelon drinks the other day? You were telling me when you were. Oh doing yeah. Yard work? Oh, so some Malibu rum come out with this watermelon rum, right? So my wife, she's seen it and she's like, "We got to find it." So I find it for her. So you get a little bit. So you, you know, to me, like she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a mixed drink." She's like, "Oops, I put a little alcohol in it," and then it's like Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm just like, glick, 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 spray. Yep. Just a little floater on top. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Vegas style. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I didn't, I know her limits, so I didn't do that. So I was like, all right, let's do a little bit of Malibu rum, watermelon, a little bit of Sprite. And then she comes up with the idea. She goes, oh, we got this, uh, the Simply brand juices. Got a little bit of watermelon juice in there. So we put a splash net in there. <laughs> Keep the bottle away. Killer. Oh, done. Sounds good. Done. Party time. Toast. I mean, I like me some Coors Lattes, some Colorado Kool-Aids. I've done that all day long. Nice. All night long. Yeah, we'll have to give it a shot next time. Oh, for sure. Or sure. make it into a shot. I mean, either or. Whatever. Whatever. We'll make it happen. Maybe next weekend at Cedar Lake. Duh. When Johnny wins? Yeah. Duh. And you're second again? I just, you know, <laughs> I'd be fine to finish second to somebody else at this rate. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, man. You know, and something big might be going down next Saturday. Next Saturday is going to be big. I'm I excited. I, I don't know what. Yep. Going to get there a little early. Yeah. You're going to be there early? I'll be there early. You're there a little late this weekend. Well, yeah. I had circumstances and whatnot. But yeah, I'm going to get there early. and I'm going to be there early too. Yeah. See what happens. It's yep. going to be fun. What? The Built 2 crew be there? Yeah, Built 2 crew. It should be. I it think should so. be there a little early too. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something up. Yeah, we'll have to hit him up, talk to him, see what's going yeah, on. See what's going on. I, I, we all got to converge. I, I don't know. Watch yeah. out for that two minute drill. Yeah, yeah, true, true. It's gonna, yeah, it's like, gonna be good. Here we go. Yeah, if we get the Wi Fi password, stuff's going down. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. We need the Wi Fi. We need an Ethernet cable. Right. Something up. It's like one eight hundred CLS for fun. I'm. That's what I'm trying next time. <laughs> That's their phone number when you call. What are you calling the, Cedar Lake for? Well, back in the day, before you called them for USA te- USA no, national tickets. I had to call and make sure it wasn't rained out back in the day. That's back how long the- I've been at this. You bull shit! No, you did. You would call and they'd be like, 
It's the 4 p.m. update. Races are still on. Then you call back at 4.15 and be like, it's the 4.15 update. Tonight's races are canceled due to wet grounds. Was it like movie phone? Yes. Hello and welcome to Cedar Lake Speedway for updates. Press 1. For ticket info, press 2. For traditional sprint car results, press 3. <laughs> Do you remember movie phone? Yeah. That was the best. When you're back in the day, you're just like, hey, we should go catch a movie. Let's all play. Welcome to Forest Lake 5 Theater. Thank you for calling movie phone. <laughs> for showtimes, press one. For concessions, press two. For directions, press three. Oh, <laughs> to man. talk to a manager, press four. To hang up, just hang the fuck up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gosh, dang. Are you still wondering why you're here? Kind of. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get out Yeah, of let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's thank the sponsors. We got the uh, DukeSuperstore.com. We got Mueller Jewelers. The Racing Insiders. We've got Taylor Joel in Photography. TCB Speed North. We've got Scott Ting. Scott Ting. Scott King Designs and Soda Sports. And the Lenhart team, uh, team at Coldwell Banker Realty. There you go. Thank you, guys. We appreciate the support. Head back and listen to any of these wonderful episodes that we've produced over the course of the last year and a half. Head on over to your favorite podcast app, which may be Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever platform you use. Take a listen. Like, listen, follow, share. Do it all. We appreciate it. Thank you. Search the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. You will find it there. Find us on our socials. Like Mike said, like, follow, share. Facebook, Instagram, might try to get a little more active on a Twitter. Twitter tweet and Sherry Poppin, let's do it. Head on over to Reaction Time Sports Podcast, follow us there, find us, search it, find it, I don't know, just... All of it, like it, it, tag it, do it. Do it. Page likes. Ryan, do you like the Reaction Time Sports Podcast? Love it. Follow it? Always. <laughs> Dude, a man. I did miss the wrestler episode, I'm going to have to go back for that. Oh, it's a good one. Petey Brown? Yeah. Oh, dude, he's an indie wrestler. He's technically... Uh, I don't I don't quote me. He is the champion of a local program that's going on around here. So he is the champ. He's got an open challenge right now. Oh boy. They're having a fatal four way at their next uh at their next event, and then that person's gonna take on Petey Brown for the championship. That would be interesting. This guy's awesome, definitely. Are you a wrestling fan? Back in the day a little bit, yeah. Oh, he's totally old school, man. Check it out. He's the biggest party animal we know. What you gonna do, brother? That's right. That's right. Yeah, definitely head back. He's been on a couple of times. Go back and find those episodes and find oh, out. They're a good time. Really cool. Yep, for sure. Shout out to Petey Brown. Been a while since we were just actually talking about having him on. So how would you figure that a wrestler and a would be incorporated with a racing show? And snap into a slide job. Let's go. <laughs> go. All right, man. Ryan, thank you so much. One more time. Appreciate you coming up here, man. I I it, again it's a pleasure. Oh, it really is. Anytime. Welcome back. That was good, man. Thanks, brother. Which, oh yeah, oh yeah, snap into a slide job, yeah. There you go. Where's Miles when we need him? Slide or die. The janitor. Oh man, the janitor. That was good. <laughs> that was, that good. was good. Good impromptu. Yeah. Okay, let's go, Mike. You the man. See ya. It's been another episode of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Everybody have a great rest of the week. Hope to see you at the track this weekend. Drivers drive hard. Drivers be safe. Let's get a little slideways.